Welcome back to Series 10 of Game Changers. Series 10! On behalf of Adriano and the whole team from A School for Tomorrow, we want to thank everyone for their amazing support of our little podcast. Our most recent Series 9 has continued to build our audience reach with the series continuing to smash our listener numbers. Your encouragement of us has been absolutely inspiring. As of today, we've just hit 250,000, a quarter of a million episode listened from over 50 countries across the world, and it's growing each day. And our team has been amazing. Thank you to Oliver, our producer, and Kyle and Matt too for all they do to help us make everything happen. And of course, the real stars of our show are our game changers, our brave pioneers who are showing the way forward and helping us all to build today's learning for tomorrow's world. Let's now turn our gaze onto our Series 10 theme, which is Future Ready, Future Fit. This series focuses on conversations with leading educators and industry game changers, exploring the future of the world of work and society. We feature a social impact powerhouse, a true global thought leader, an amazing personal coach for female leaders, the dynamic director of the Woodley Institute in Victoria, an ABC broadcaster and lawyer, a creative guru, a Rhodes Scholar and diversity, equity, inclusion champion, a hot-listed deputy principal, a world of work leader, and a young change agent and advocate. Now, for some time now across the world, governments, community groups, and society at large have been telling us that education is important for the future. Preparing young people for the new world of work is an issue of global imperative. Swift advances in technological innovation and automation, demographic shifts, rapid urbanisation, shifts in global and economic power, resource scarcity, biosecurity challenges, and of course, climate change are tremendous forces reshaping society, leading to transformed economies. The world works differently to the way it used to, and people need, as a result, to do different work to contribute effectively and be remunerated appropriately. This simple and yet stark reality brings with it massive implications for the world of work and for the future of the schools and education systems that prepare students to thrive in this world. There can be no doubt, however, that schools must face the reality that as our world changes, so too must we adapt what we do and why we do it to the needs of the society which we serve. We can't look to others to do this work for us. We must do this work ourselves and through that transform the systems and operations that support us. That's why on this series of the Game Changers podcast, Adriano and I want to explore this notion of us being future ready and future fit together with you, our listeners, and the game changers themselves. So Adriano, I'm excited. I can't wait. Let's go. Before we start our conversation today, Phil, could you tell us a little bit about our Series 10 sponsor? Of course, Adriano. Over the past decade, the team from A School for Tomorrow has been working with hundreds of thousands of members of school communities across the world to think about the character of an excellent education. They've concentrated their learning about what makes a school thrive into a unique suite of digital survey tools called Thriving for students, teachers, and schools. To learn how you can help your school measure how well it's achieving its purpose, go to aschoolfortomorrow.com forward slash thriving. Let's go. Well, Phil, it's so lovely to be with you again. Phil, how is the People's Democratic Republic of Fitzroy treating you this morning? Look, as ever, 
in the People's Democratic Republic of Fitzroy. The tofu is wobbling. The quinoa is just sort of shimmering on the bushes. And Bravo, the wonder dog, is out on patrol, the sheriff of Napier, keeping watch and just making sure that everybody is in order. Well, it's about time someone uh, is keeping watch out there in that, that filthy suburb of yours, Phil. Anyway, enough of this nonsense. Let's get to the theme of our series. And thank you so much, Phil, for, for framing the context a moment ago during your introduction. You know, to meet the challenges of this new world environment that you speak of, Phil, young people need the right mix of knowledge, skills, dispositions and habits to thrive in their future. Our world is changing, as you eloquently pointed out to us. And we're being forced to change with it. So as I reflect on your introduction, I kind of ask myself, what's the point of education today? We know that education has always served this kind of pragmatic purpose. It has been a tool to be used to bring about a specific outcome or set of outcomes. And for most part, this purpose has been economic. Today's educational environment is somewhat mixed, though. One of the two goals of the 2019 Alice Springs Education Declaration is that all young Australians become confident and creative individuals, successful lifelong learners and active and informed members of the community. And this is then not necessarily contrasted, perhaps complemented by the Australian Department of Education, who believes by lifting outcomes, the government helps to secure Australia's economic and social prosperity. This point moves education from just the purpose of fueling the economy but one that's about building community, about building connectedness and about building hope. We know that the world is in constant evolution. The evidence of the dramatic change is all around us and it's happening at a rapid pace. The fourth industrial revolution is bringing together digital, physical and biological systems like no other time in our history. For some that's exciting, for some that's you know, frighteningly scary. But the future of work is going to look very different as automation and artificial intelligence make many manual and repetitive jobs obsolete. According to the McKinsey Global Institute, robots could replace up to 80 million jobs by 2030. I mean, that's in less than eight years' time. While the World Economic Forum, who we've quoted many times on, on our podcast, suggests that a skills revolution could open up a raft of new opportunities. Do we focus on deficit and despair or do we focus on hope and opportunity? So exploring the learning of tomorrow therefore becomes this important act of stewardship to our future communities and to the young people who will learn, live, lead and work in them. Everyone in education must look at the faces of the young people in their classrooms of today and ask themselves a simple question. What will they need to thrive for their future? You know, Adriano, as I think about that question that you posed there, do we dwell in deficit and despair or do we focus on hope and opportunity? The answer lies in character. It's about the character of game changers, the character we need to take the big step forward and up. It's about curiosity. It's about compassion. It's about courage. And it's about conviction. This is the character we need to respond to the implications of this new world environment that you speak of. We need to carry with us this character as we respond to the clear message that we need to change what we do in schools so that both we and our students are future ready and future fit. Now, some of us enjoy this challenge while others look on it with scepticism. Others like the idea in theory, but feel weighed down by the demands of the present. Many, however, are stepping forward and up with the character of game changers, with that curiosity, that compassion, that courage, and that conviction. They're meeting the challenge with an optimism that's sometimes cautious 
and sometimes audacious about the shared enterprise together. Most likely, the responses of most educators may well correlate quite closely to the nature of their personalities more than anything else. As a result, as individual schools, sectors, and as whole education systems, we need to think anew about what is our purpose? Where are we going? And are we doing a good job? As a matter of professional routine, we need to seriously question our capacity to honour the new social contract for education, today's learning for tomorrow's world. And we need to do that not with a deficit mentality. We need to do that to ensure that we are responding with that hope and opportunity uh, that you speak of, Adriano. We need to ensure that the ecosystems that we're co-constructing with our stakeholders to house this learning are human-centred, technologically enriched, people in place and planet conscious and intentionally purposeful about what we're doing to prepare our learners for this reimagined world of work. We also need to listen very carefully to what these stakeholders, the people of our communities of inquiry and practice whom we serve, are saying about our capacity to do all of this and about the role of schools within schools themselves. We are the stewards and custodians of the hopes of our families about the success, personal well-being, fulfilment and social mobility of their children. On top of this, we must be mindful of national aspirations and policies for the environment, the economy and society. And before all of this, we need to consider the aims of the students themselves. What are their dreams? How can we channel these into realistic and progressively attainable goals? How can we support the achievement of our students with learning that emphasises the character, competency and wellness they need to thrive in their world? You know, there is a secret source to this. There is a secret source to the culture of a school for tomorrow, the formulation for which has emerged from our own global research program into high-performance learning. What is this secret source? Well, one, we need to equip our students with aspirations, a sense of kinship, and pathways to success. Two, we need to empower them by helping them feel as though they belong to and are engaged in a school community that keeps them in their groove and holds them to an educational purpose of the pursuit of excellence through character. And finally, three, we enable them to do this by consciously crafting relationships at all levels that inspire, challenge and support them every day to demonstrate this character, competence and wellness to achieve the graduate outcomes to which all learning in the school is directed. To create this secret source in a school for tomorrow, we all need to share a belief in the possibility of all young people to be ambitious, to be creative and to be highly capable of actively contributing to the world within and around them. Each of us, in our own way, needs to map a pathway forward in our schools and in our educational systems to unlock this sense of what you are always talking about, Amico, the sense of the possibility of young people, and to work on this together in a manner that brings both values and value to all of us by investing in these young people in our care. Yeah, you know, Phil, it's not more complicated than that, really, is it? You know, uh, investing in young people in our care. I mean, they are going to be the leaders of the future. It is their future that they are inheriting and, and making sure that they're ready and fit for it is, is part of our responsibility and stewardship in schools. You know, I genuinely believe that every educator wants to see the young people in their care thrive, without question. But many are, are hardwired to a system of schooling and conditions not that dissimilar to, to that of their own education. It is hard for many educators to see the way forward to meet the needs of today's learning for tomorrow's world when they are caught in this aspirational reality gap. Game Changers guest Santiago Rincon Gallardo recently said on the excellent new Edu Salon podcast, and I quote, 
The problem is not that schooling does not work. The problem is that it works for the purposes it was created for, control, custody, and sorting. Wow, really confronting quote. Understanding the way to take the big step forward and up to meet the needs of today's learning for tomorrow's world, and importantly, the broader trends of education and the future workforce, shapes the thinking that underpins much of our work at A School for Tomorrow. At Game Changers and A School for Tomorrow, we recognise that education has a much bigger role to play than equipping people for the jobs of the future. Having said that, we can no longer ignore the fact that today's prescribed one-size-fits-all education structure has passed its use-by date. The dilemma for education today is that the kinds of things that are easy to teach and test have also become easy to digitalize, automate and outsource. With the fourth industrial revolution underway and, and progress accelerating at the speed of a, of, of a million algorithms, you know, <laughs> children entering kindergarten today will need a very different education from the ones their parents and us, for that matter, received. As schools and educators consider how to approach the rapidly changing realities of education, new research suggests children starting school today will graduate better prepared for their futures if they have a strong social and emotional foundation developed in a personalised learning environment that fosters greater learning agency and autonomy with, with a deeper connectedness to people, to place and to planet. The class of 2030, a paper from Microsoft and McKinsey, found that as manual occupations enter their death spiral, 20 to 30% of future jobs will depend on social emotional skills. The World Economic Forum is this international organization for public and private corporation. So the WEF engages the foremost political, uh, business and other leaders of society to shape global, regional and, and, and industry agendas, including the future of education. In 2019, the World Economic Forum held their annual meeting of global political and business leaders in Davos, Switzerland. Jack Ma, the founder of Alibaba Group, China's e-commerce giant, stated this at Davos. If we do not change the way we teach 30 years from now, we're going to be in trouble. The knowledge-based approach of 200 years ago would fail our kids, Ma said, who would never be able to compete with machines. Children should be taught soft skills like independent thinking, values and teamwork, Ma went on to say. The Independent magazine published an article on Monday, the 11th of February, 2019, written by Lord Kenneth Baker. Lord Baker is the chair of the Edge Foundation and was the Secretary of State of Education between 1986 and 1989 in England. In the late 1980s, he was responsible for introducing England's national curriculum and their GCSE exams. It's kind of the equivalent uh, to, to our VCO or HSE end of year exams here in, in Australian context. Lord Baker now recognises that the world of work has changed and as such, education as we know it requires a total reset. And I quote from, from Lord Baker, we absolutely need to move from a curriculum that is knowledge rich to one that is knowledge engaged. Not learning facts for their own sake, but understanding how to put them to use to build and communicate a rich argument or solve a problem. Basically, we need to go from the knowledge and skills as a foundation of understanding to the transfer and that application of it in real-world contexts. It's about transformation, isn't it, Amico? Absolutely. It's interesting what's happening in the United Kingdom, you know, the home of, of public examinations, you know, the work that we're doing with the grammar schools over there and, and other schools over there, helping them to think through 
character as the sort of guiding framework for what it is that they do, it gives purpose to practice. You know, so we've been saying this now for the past decade, you know, when Lord Baker and, and Jack Maher in their own way, what they're talking about is this notion of a character. You know, we've already talked about the, the character of the game changer, which is about curiosity and compassion and courage and conviction. At the same time, we need to be thinking about the character of our students. At Game Changers and, and our global network of a school for tomorrow, we are seriously committed to preparing our students to be future fit and future ready for the world of work in particular. We want to do this by preparing students throughout their education to navigate complex careers of their future with the enterprise skills to be technically knowledgeable, digitally literate, financially savvy and innovative and adaptable. We want to help them to co-author personalised narratives in relationships of character apprenticeship with significant adults and their peers about their growth and success on learning pathways that will enable them to go, grow through mentoring, virtual and in-context experiences, industry immersion opportunities and allied personal development and wellness opportunities in and outside the classroom. We want to engage teachers, schools, industry and parents in preparing students for the world of work with accurate information and access to the high quality and personalised guidance counselling that they need to make informed career decisions for their working lives. We're, we're going to hone right in on this world of work in a very, very practical way in this series of The Game Changers because we want to help schools and their community members to activate the power of collective wisdom and experience by working alongside a dynamic network of organisations that are committed to supporting young people throughout their education and with their transition beyond schooling to the world of work and life. Absolutely, Phil, you're so spot on. And, and, and thank you for sharing for sharing the way in which at Game Changes in a School for Tomorrow, we are approaching a high performance of culture within schools that we continue to support. You know, what's really, really obvious to me and always has been is that education empowers all to imagine beyond just what has been and what is towards what could be. An awakening of sorts of an individual and a collective capacity to move to be more than a global ranking or a school's uh, ATAR result, moving from measuring productivity to fundamentally being significant. One crucial area that learning communities need to reimagine about being future ready and future fit is moving beyond the campus fence and being open to forming alliances with industry and the world of work. Schools don't exist as microcosms on their own. They are part of a broader community, part of a significant industry that prepares generations for the future of work. The Mitchell Institute's 2018 report, Connecting the Worlds of Learning and Work, says collaborating with industry and the community is vital to better prepare children and young people for the future work and life. For schooling to stay contemporary, relevant, and importantly, preparing the future generations for the world of rapid change, it is clear Schools and school systems with industry must work together to make this connectedness to industry and social enterprise a reality of today's educational ecosystem. During a time of significant disruption in the world of work, we need to model, scaffold and coach the adaptive expertise and self-efficacy required for our students to be a generation of innovators, each equipped with the knowledge, skills, dispositions and learning habits to become good people who attend to their authentic personal branding with high integrity. To become you know, future builders with a strong, consistent and positive disposition towards career. We want them to become continuous learners and unlearners who create and contribute within opportunities for meaningful work experience and internship. 
powerful solution architects who sustain direction with an ongoing program of career development. Responsible citizens who care deeply about a legacy of constructive social impact. And finally, team creators whose progress in their career development plan arises from their genuine service to their colleagues and those around them. We recognise that school, which might be called a school for tomorrow, Phil, must commit to intentionally purposeful learning design that is relevant and transferable, bridging the aspiration reality gap with these six graduate outcomes that we just shared with you, our listeners. These six graduate outcomes of thriving when embedded into a curriculum, the pedagogy and assessment map the journeys of all learners in a way that is far removed from the litany of busy tasks and textbooks that characterize the school of yesterday. Learning design that achieves this makes real and accessible the insights and application of global competencies and related knowledge, skills, dispositions and habits. It permits the construct of voice and agency and advocacy by learners who delve deeply into what makes them curious through encounters that fill their senses with wonder and awe. Building mastery of these six graduate outcomes of thriving one habit at a time, over time, through designed learning experiences and spontaneous opportunities for exploration and discovery that amplify each young person's intrinsic motivation to emerge, to grow, and to ultimately thrive. And prepare them for the world of work, Adriano. That's right, Phil. And as of today, we need to question what we know and do to prepare our young people for the new world of work. As we've been saying from the very beginning of Game Changes and the School for Tomorrow, our world is moving fast. Everything that governs our lives is changing, not the least of which is the new social contract of education, today's learning for tomorrow's world. Today's classroom for tomorrow's world requires us to embrace a new mindset that acknowledges the prevalence of uncertainty. This real shift demands that we enter a new fluid paradigm as good people, future builders, continuous learners and unlearners, solution architects, responsible citizens, and team creators. You know, we know that many in education understand this new paradigm of today's learning for tomorrow's world and the role of the graduate outcomes of thriving within it. Yet, for some reason, the pace of change across our industry does not complement this requirement. We need our young people to bloom and thrive in the world of work. The children born in this first quarter of the 21st century must not become the collateral damage of a new world environment because our systematic reluctance to simply transform education. Thank you, Adriano, for sharing this call to action at the end, mate. One that places the lives and learning journeys of children at the centre of learning ecosystems that can, that should, and that will prepare them to be future ready future fit for the new world of work. In Series 10 of the Game Changers podcast, we once again have 10 remarkable educators, thinkers and social entrepreneurs who will challenge our binary thinking and inspire us on our journey to designing a better normal. Game Changers who will plant the seeds for each of us to grow in our understanding of what it takes to be future ready and future fit. I'm excited to learn from our Series 10 Game Changers about how they're locating and sharing the knowledge, skills, dispositions, and future-ready, future-fit habits that support all learners to thrive in their tomorrow. Let's go. Game Changers is a podcast for those who want to change the game of school. Produced by Oliver Cummins for Orbital Productions and powered by a school for tomorrow, Game Changers is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Tell your friends and don't forget to subscribe. Let's go.